and welcome back to Life Reframed, the podcast where I want to talk about emotional abuse, narcissistic behavior, recognizing it, dealing with it, and generally overcoming shit so that we can live a high vibe life. That's not just a cliche, we can actually live high vibrational. And so recognizing the bullshit, I want to start by debunking some of the stuff that um, is talked about and breaking it down, breaking down some of the behavior so we can really learn, recognize and deal with it. So without further ado, this podcast episode is really hot, really cold. And that actually comes from a toddler saying, really hot, really cold, really hot, really cold, (laughs) referring to the taps. And it just reminds me of behavior and some almost emotional abuse, but certainly um, a behavior type. And I wanna just, like I said, debunk that and talk about that in this episode. So we've had reframing, we've looked at things from a different angle, we've talked about gratitude, and now I just wanna get scripts with some of the other stuff, you know, like really just get stuck in. Um, And fundamentally, like I say, that's what this podcast is all about. And yeah, so, okay, my question is, have you ever been um, seeing someone or not necessarily actually just in a romantic setting, but have you known of someone's behavior and someone who is just all over you one minute and then cold and detached the next? leaving you really confused and weirded out. Hot and cold behavior refers to a pattern of inconsistency in someone's actions or emotions and where they alternate from being really warm, really affectionate, really like fully engaged in you. Uh, That's the hot phase. And then suddenly they're distant and they're unresponsive. They're disinterested. And suddenly they just feel different and something's off which is the cold phase. This type of behavior can be really confusing and really frustrating, not to mention it really fucking hurts, particularly in relationships or close friendships. It's not just romantic relationships that this can happen, but fundamentally that's what we're gonna really focus on today and that's kind of where I'm gearing this towards because that's the whole uh, kind of ethos behind this podcast and really just talking about sort of relationships and behavior patterns and those kind of things. Like I said, emotional abuse, toxic and blah, blah. Um, So yeah, but it can relate to any situation where, and I will break this down actually on this episode, but it can relate to any situation where consistent communication and interaction are expected and then it's cut suddenly and it leaves us feeling really confused and it hurts. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna talk about how it really fucking hurts. So it starts with a few late replies and then they're ignoring home messages Then their talking fades and the calls drop off and it becomes less and less. You ask how they are and they don't reply. You don't know if you've done anything wrong. You just wonder what the hell is going on. Maybe you did do something wrong. Maybe you want to talk about it maybe you want to communicate with this person maybe you want to understand what it is that they don't like about your behavior but you can't because they've gone cold um every person that comes into your life serves a purpose 
Uh, one of my friends has got a really great saying about they're in for, a, what is it? A season, a, a something a season or a lifetime, she'll tell you. But yeah, um, <laughs> I know who, I know you know who this is. Um, so, but every person that comes into your life serves a purpose. Once they're done, they leave and someone better might come along and the cycle will repeat until the person that is meant for you stays. And I think really what I wanna get to is learning how to be okay with that and how to deal with it, like I said, and how to realize that we don't need to fix it necessarily. We can just let them go. And realizing that we can't mend it on our own and it actually takes both parties to kind of be in on the idea of mending it if there's something wrong. Um, and really the lines of communication need to be open, otherwise we're all fucked. Because if they close down and fundamentally they're not answering and they're stonewalling, ghosting, etc. I mean, I will, I'm going to do a whole episode on jargon and a glossary of terms. Um, but stonewalling essentially is being ignored. So yeah, you can't, you can't make it better if that person isn't talking to you. So, and until we realize that and we learn to be okay with that, uh, and we accept it and we can move on, then yeah, we're, we're gonna be stuck in that whole kind of trying to mend it, but realizing it takes two, both people have to be willing. So you are more than, an, more than enough, okay? It isn't your fault. Realize that and just know that. Making your distance your new response to cold behavior, okay? It's not okay for someone to go hot and cold, no matter what the excuse is. And I'm gonna go through, I'm gonna break it down, and I want you to recognize when someone's doing this to you, but also recognize how to cope with it and what to do and how to deal with it. I'm gonna talk a little uh, strategy here. But yeah, I will mention a few common scenarios where you might encounter this bullshit hot and cold thing. Um, and I'm gonna give you some insights into what might be causing it, but really how to handle it and deal with it too, like I just said. So. Yeah, I've recently experienced this, like really recently just experienced this and from a really unexpected source. And even with my experience and having dealt with this before, it was still fresh to me and it still hurt. And I was still really pissed off. And I spent a whole day by myself just chilling and just kind of like licking my wounds, so to speak, and feeling sorry for myself because you know what, like no matter what I say on this podcast and how many tips I can give you or how much experience we go through or whatever we discuss, remember one thing, it is okay not to be okay. And sometimes we're totally allowed to stay in bed all day with greasy hair and a cup of tea or tea on tap, shall I say, and maybe a packet of biscuits if we feel like it. Not gonna lie, I did demolish an entire packet of malted milks, fuck it. We're not perfect and we don't have all the answers and we're indeed just human. And it isn't easy to navigate this rubbish easily when it happens to us, you know? <clears throat> We're not necessarily clued up and even when we are, it's still difficult. So with no further ado, here are just some examples. And the first I'm gonna talk about is being in a romantic dating scenario, okay? So you just start seeing someone, you meet, there's sparks, there's chemistry from the off, they're showing you all the affection. They're really interested in you. And they're really interested in you from the get-go. 
and you're just getting on so well um you know you can't imagine actually what life was like before this person all of a sudden you get used to having them around get used to the constant communication on the regular you're having fun they're attentive and then they suddenly change like the wind blows and they feel detached suddenly they're cold suddenly they're avoidant they're giving you one word answers monosyllabic texts by by the way are really fucking irritating <laughs> even worse when they give you a thumbs up emoji i swear i could kill the next person that does that to me if you ever want to just really piss me off just send me that i mean just reply with a thumb honestly red rag to a ball <laughs> uh yeah you're gonna learn my achilles heels here i think here but yeah for no reason or understanding like you just don't get it behind why this happens it could be that it's getting too intense and this person gets scared and backs off or it could be their own personal insecurities i'm gonna break this down in a minute but something's causing them to be uncertain about you or the relationship but please for the love of god do not blame yourself this is them you have done nothing wrong and it is likely that they are commitment phobic and they are the one with the issue and it's totally on them not you okay so to tell you the truth guys i'm actually still trying to work this out um and I'm trying to get to the bottom of why the fuck this problem happens and what is people's problem with being consistent. I think I have a special talent for attracting emotionally unavailable men. Some of you will laugh when you hear this because literally it's the story of my life. So I have a lot of experience around being dropped like a hot potato. The sudden, weird, cold, evasive behavior. And then when you call them out on it, suddenly you're the crazy one. Lol. But that's another episode in itself. We will talk about crazy making and all the other things and triangulation, etc. blah, 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 blah. Um, and things that happen when you're involved with a narcissist. But essentially, even just the most normal of person and they don't necessarily have to be um, kind of diagnosed with narcissistic behavior but uh, personality disorder. This is sometimes just uh, something that happens. And it isn't just in romantic settings either. Annoyingly, um, it can be our friends that do this to us too um from time to time i think it's more of like uh their social skills more than being a narc and luckily my friendships are much stronger these days and so much stronger than romantic relationships like i might have a knack of finding shit boyfriends but i have an absolute talent finding good friends you will be probably listening right now and honestly i have so much love for you guys i think i covered that in the gratitude episode but you're on my grat list all the time like yeah that is very consistent there's no hot and cold about it i love you always anyway moving on so have you ever noticed if a friend who kind of like swings back and forth being involved in your life and then suddenly distant they can maybe just be dealing with personal issues stress or they just struggle with um balancing their social life like maybe they commit just doing something and then they pull out um but i would say when it comes down to friendship and it is really hard to maintain communication um especially when you've got kids and families and everything else and work like but be open with your friend um 
and remember that uh, you might have been like this at some time in your life as well like you might have been that friend you might have been that person it isn't just them so ask yourself and check in with yourself and say can say to yourself like have I ever been like this have I backed off I know I have definitely um sometimes the energy just changes and that's cool because as long as there's still respect then that's all that matters and in a true friendship like that's okay like you really can get each other um me and one of my friends she's Aquarius also we sometimes just go through little phases where we can't be bothered and it's not because we don't love each other it's just because we can't be asked but we get that um so yeah and then have you recognized it in a um like work scenario flavor of the month heard that one well that can happen um and i noticed this especially like in a workplace like in a corporate environment i used to have, um i used to sit back and observe this cycle in my old job like you could really see like it was obvious apparent who the favorite was for the team leader that month or that quarter if you were performing well you were hitting your target it was all love like you know let's go out for a smoke together uh you know let's have lunch or it was all love 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 um but if not if you didn't hit your target then yeah rest assured you're getting the cold shoulder and barely looking up in the morning to say morning to you i mean I did work with the Gemini though, so what do you expect? <laughs> Sorry, Geminis. I know you are listening and I love you, Geminis, but seriously, you are the worst for this. Like, honestly, I know it's the twin thing in you, but you, Geminis are so bad at this. <laughs> They're not the most consistent when it comes to giving you attention. Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway again it might not be you it might just be pressure especially from work like if it's in a work scenario it could be pressure from above like demanding schedules and their inconsistency could be totally related to something other than you it could be their home life it could be anything so it's not necessarily a reflection on you and how they perceive you Ooh, nicely reframed do you like what i did there ha probably didn't even notice i did anyway uh also this happens in family dynamics um i noticed actually this in my family once it was really strange but even with families you can encounter the hot and cold behavior hormones as well like uh the difference in style um of um like cycles difference in life with husbands and kids again you know but check in with yourself and don't worry if this is a family member they completely love you they will just be bouncing back to normal before you even know it unless there's something deeper and something unresolved and there's an issue that needs consideration then definitely they will be popping back up like normal i'm sure so when it comes to why it really is quite baffling and it's really hard to get your head around if you ask me there are still some things like i just need to think about because i i don't know like i don't get it i genuinely don't get it even though i'm talking about it um and i've researched and i've looked into it and yes some of the stuff that i'm gonna now share makes sense but i still don't get it like what the fuck <laughs> why can't people just talk and pick up the phone and be like yo what's occurring what's happening are you in a mood with me if so what have i done do you know what I mean? Like, life would be so much easier if we just did that. Anyway. So one of the things um, to think about, I think, especially, again, in a romantic scenario, I'm going to sort of refer back to that a bit more, I think. Um, 
that's certainly where I recognize it the most and I find it the most difficult to deal with because ultimately when it's work, okay, fine, it's work, pressure from above, blah, blah, just a pinch of assault, you know, that kind of um, tone. If it's, um, by the way, if you just heard that bang annoyingly, I'm not gonna edit that out, but irritatingly, my neighbors are making noise. Um, yeah, and if it's, so work's work, um, and if it's a friend, I normally can just communicate openly and that's easier, um, I think. And then also, um, there's just a level of respect that's different to them when you're having like a new relationship. And then when it's family, of course, that's just family and just, of course you love them and they're there regardless of whatever the situation is, so that's fine. Um, but yeah, so going back to the romantic relationship setting, um, one of the things I think that impacts the uh, hot and coldness is the fear of vulnerability. So being open and vulnerable actually terrifies some people. Opening up to someone new can be really intimidating. Um, and people, I think, have past experiences that make them cautious. Like, let's face it, we all probably do. We have something that might make you a little bit cautious in a new relationship, like you're just getting to know someone, you don't fully get them. And if you're getting too close too quickly, it can really freak you out. And so I think at that stage, that's when I see um, it's like the pendulum, like they're swinging between the, they're like in one minute and then pulling back the next. So they might alternate between being really open, but then pulling back as a way to protect themselves. And they're potentially um, being emotionally hurt maybe they're freaking out um and i've actually noticed that i do that myself so sometimes um these podcasts i think we're going to be talking about this behavior and stuff but sometimes is it really us projecting onto the other person or is it that person projecting onto us i think a lot of the time um projection happens we don't even know we're doing it but i noticed myself that in the past actually as much as I try and be really, really consistent, I maybe do give off an unclear message. And I've felt myself um, do that in a new relationship, like swinging in and out a little bit when, I've, when I'm when i like maybe not decided, haven't decided if I really like this person or if I trust this person. And then one minute, all the energies go, go, go. And then I pull back and think, oh my God, they're getting a little bit too close. So yeah, I definitely think that that is the fear of vulnerability is one of the main factors when people go hot and cold. So second thing I think is probably um, personal insecurities. So I mentioned this a little bit in terms of um, previously just now, um, but it might just be that they have their own shit going on in their life. Some people have their own insecurities about their worthiness. They may have got with you, they may not feel worthy enough because let's face it, we are gods and goddesses here. Um, so somebody might have got with you and then they're not, they're questioning their own insecurity. I definitely have had that in the past. Um, I've been dumped because the person is scared that I'm too good for them. So they, they think, oh, let's get out before she gets close to me. What the fuck? I know, seriously. Um, and so they could have their own insecurities about their own attractiveness. Um, or their suitability for the relationship, like that it, that's on them, it isn't your fault. And sometimes um, the insecurities can manifest as fluctuations in behavior as they're trying to figure out themselves. And they're trying to figure out if you actually like them and if you're truly into them. 
So sometimes the solution with that could just be give it a bit of time, um, but at the same time be aware, like be um, be aware and be mindful because it is a gentle dance, especially in the beginning of a relationship, like a gentle dance that happens where you're just trying to build trust. You're dipping in and out a little bit. You're getting to know them. But no matter what, it doesn't matter what I say here, but pulling away is one thing, fine. But ignoring the other person is actually abuse. It's emotional abuse. And remember, it is not, by any stretch of the imagination, it's not okay. So it could be that they're testing boundaries. They're seeing where the land lies with you. They're getting to know you, like I said, and some people pull back to get a little bit of a clearer and better, bigger picture of the whole scenario. They're trying to get to grips with what is happening. So they might be trying to sort of gauge your level of interest as well. And I know a guy that does this, like to give you an example, when he's always the first person to text, he'll be texting the girl that he's seeing um, like morning, I hope you slept well, blah, blah. But every now and then what he'll do is he'll pull back and he just won't bother sending that message just to see if he gets the response or the morning message from the beginning. So sometimes it could be that they're not ignoring you, but they're playing this little game. And that's fine. The dance is okay, like I said, but the full on ignoring the hot and cold when they're cold, 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 that's not acceptable. Okay, that's red flag behavior. Um, but that's another episode which we 100% will be covering um, yeah it's hard like to hold back and not just give you it both barrels in, in like I could just do a podcast that went on for 8 hours talking about this stuff <laughs> um, okay so then what else um, it could be that they are trying to maintain their independence so a person might be worried that they're getting too close to you and that they're gonna lose themselves in the new relationship and therefore they pull back a little bit to try and gain that independence back, trying to gain the independence that they had before the relationship because it could be that they just require a little space to get their head around it. Um, but again, remember, by blatantly ignoring you, it is cruel. So if this is happening, you could bring this up at this stage um, and just, you know, respect that they want to be independent, fine, but just, you know, dependent on the situation. So being honest about how you feel is super important and we will roll on to that in a second. Could be that you just have different comm style, okay? So you might have different styles of communication, which can make it hard. Um, again, I know a guy, um, this different one, somebody that I was talking to the other day, um, and he literally never ever texts his text. Can I speak today? <laughs> he never texts his girlfriend, his partner, when they're not together. And I was like, why, dude? Like, why don't you just ping her a message when you're on the train? Like, it's 30 seconds, not even going to hurt you. And then uh, he, he doesn't. And then she messaged him, he doesn't reply. He opens it and not and doesn't reply. I'm like, why would you do that? I don't get that. But anyway, he's just like, oh no, she knows I don't reply. But it was quite funny because then um, she messages him later on that day with a touch of sarcasm. Of course, us girls, we do the, we do this amazingly, right? And she just goes, yeah, thanks for the reply. <laughs> it's like absolute legend. And fair in fairness to her, I would do the same. 
And then that prompts him to give her a quick call and be like, oh, hi, babe. Yeah, everything's great. I'm just in London. Da, 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 da. Um, I'll be back on the train later. And that's fine. So anyway, so he had not seen anything about that as rude. He's been seeing her a couple of years, so it's not like they're a fresh relationship. And he wasn't ignoring her. But it's interesting because their level of communication is slightly different. She wanted a good morning text. She wanted to know who was on the train safe, that he'd got to London safely. And he was just like, meh, what does she need to know that for? I don't get it. And I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Like, and some of us are different. Like we don't necessarily all need the check-in um, and we just don't even see it. So he wasn't ignoring her, but these are some of the things that I think we should iron out right at the very beginning at the get-go. Like when we start dating someone, we should even say, like ask the question, what's your communication style? Like, I actually think that that is on um, Tinder or Bumble. I've seen it somewhere where it's on one of the apps where it says something like, um, quote, unquote, big time texter or, um, quote, I like a call or something like that. Um, there are options so that you can actually state clearly from the beginning what kind of communication you like. And I think that's really, really good. I think that's a great idea, to be honest. Like, why not? The clarity from the offset means that you you can just really get your point across and it can help in so many ways. I think that's a cracking idea. So external factors and other things that are going on in someone's life, such as work, stress, family issues, personal challenges, they can really influence someone's behavior in a new relationship. They can influence your behavior anytime, do you know what I mean, all the time, um, but especially in a new relationship because you're not really that close to that person that you might not, you can't, you don't feel that you're ready to share that with. Um, you don't want to like open up and give them the information or tell them about the challenge that's causing you a little bit of upset, potentially. So they may go hot or cold depending on what's happening in their life um, at that moment. Um, but like I said, it is still definitely, definitely not an excuse to be ghosting another person. You could even just check in and be like, look, I've got some stuff going on. Um, I'll come back to you. Um, could maybe give me a couple of days. Is that okay? I hope you're all right. Do you know what I mean? But what is the harm in that? This is the bit where I can't get my head around it. I just don't get it. Um, so yeah i was even going to think about breaking this episode up into two but no i'm just going to carry on if you want to um check out and pause then you can come back to this um if you're getting bored of my voice then sorry not sorry <laughs> uh, so dealing with hot and cold is really really fucking challenging not gonna lie and it can create so much uncertainty and it can disrupt our own sense of stability in the relationship in ourselves so I'm gonna talk about some ideas on how we can actually deal with this shitty hot and coldness, okay? So for example, um, here are just a few strategies, okay, right. So firstly, open communication. If you feel comfortable, talk to the person about their behavior and how it's making you feel. If you can, so uh, providing they haven't blocked you and providing you can talk to them, talk to them about how their behavior is making you feel okay um, express your feelings and ask for clarity on the situation in a really gentle manner definitely don't recommend doing this when you're raging and i speak from experience i don't recommend using the middle finger emoji <laughs> lol <laughs> so yeah 
Um, yeah, I talked about the thumb one and I'm a bugger for uh, the middle finger if someone's pissed me off. So I definitely recommend taking a breather, calming down, grounding yourself, maybe doing meditation or something like that. I'm gonna talk about these kind of techniques and tips in other episodes about what we can do to get ourselves really kind of centered and in a position where we're able to talk from a really calm stance and not come at them with the anger that you feel from um, being let down or being ghosted. Um, because like I said, it really does hurt and it and it can make you really angry and it's really frustrating. So um, it's really hard to like have the conversation about, hello, what is going on here? Why are you fucking ignoring me? Um, from a place of calm, but if you can and you feel comfortable, like call them out on the behavior and express how it is making you feel, but definitely, definitely take a chill pill first. <laughs> when I say chill pill like just do a little five minute meditation even anything like that um because it will really help you express your feelings um without getting angry okay so also could set some boundaries I definitely recommend this so protect your own emotional well-being first and do this by setting clear boundaries okay don't allow someone's inconsistency to negatively impact your self-esteem or mental health I know from personal experience that it's much easier said than done. I know that, okay? I'm not even gonna sit here and dress it up. But remember, whatever the situation, it is not your fault. And you haven't done anything wrong, even if you did act out of character, okay? You still deserve the opportunity to explain and you still deserve the opportunity to talk about it. Um, and it is not acceptable um, to have someone going cold on you without any explanation. So even if you do stick the finger up on an emoji, <laughs> you still deserve to have someone say, whoa, what are you doing that for? And to, you know, open up the dialogue and to say, what did I do to deserve that? That's not okay. Like they should be um, stating their boundaries and saying like, that's not acceptable. Why have, you, why have you sent me that emoji? Do you know what I mean? And give you the chance to explain rather than just going cold on you completely. That, okay, yeah. I was going to say that doesn't make any sense and I, like I say I can't get my head around it anyway another idea uh, you could try is and I well I 100% do this um, maintain your self care I don't just mean a bubble bath and a face mask okay I really really mean it that we need to focus on our own needs regardless of them regardless of being ignored regardless of them going cold if you sit there thinking why have they gone hot and cold why 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 and you're wrecking your head it's really going to take an impact on you so i definitely feel that you need to focus on taking care of yourself as a priority okay regardless of the other person's behavior whatever they're doing whatever they're ignoring you need to prioritize your needs and engage in activities that bring you joy okay so prioritize your needs and do things that you love that bring you fulfillment and i will talk again like i keep saying i'll talk about this in coming episodes and about how to create time for yourself and to carry out things that you want and need and things that bring you joy because they are so 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 fucking important for our self-care okay like i said i'm not just on about bubble baths and face masks it's so much deeper than that um, and I said to someone just earlier, you can't pour from an empty cup. So you cannot give yourself and you cannot 
be best you if you're depleted and run down and exhausted and you're taking all this bullshit on, okay? Okay, so, and the other thing I would say, and I touched on this a short while ago, um, but consider their perspective. Ooh, perspective. Everything is perception. <laughs> when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change, just saying. Um, you can try to understand what might be causing their hot and cold behavior. Don't make excuses for this person if they're completely just being an asshole. If they're an ass, they're an ass, right? But being empathetic is good, but also recognize it's not your responsibility to fix them. And if something is off, that's on them, not you. You shouldn't be taking it on, okay? Empaths amongst us, I'm talking to you. You know who you are, I'm talking to you. And you don't need to take it on, right? So, like I said, it's on them. You can consider their perspective and you can try and like maybe understand a little bit and be empathetic, fine. But please recognize that it's not down to you to fix them. And if, if if they're going hot and cold, hot and cold, then take into account all the other things I've just mentioned. So, and also, finally, I'll leave you with this bit. Evaluate the relationship, especially if this is a new one. Firstly, ask yourself the questions, okay? It's all about the questions that you ask yourself and your inner dialogue and how your inner being feels. Firstly, are you happy? Genuinely, are you? Is this person making you happy? Are you getting what you need? Like literally, are you having your desires ticked? Like the boxes, are you happy? Are you getting what you need? Is it taking its toll? Are you emotionally exhausted? Are you constantly wandering around thinking, is it them, is it me, is it them, is it me, is it hot, is it cold? It's taken its toll, right? Ask yourself, is it affecting your mental health? Because if the hot and cold behavior becomes too exhausting or detrimental to your well-being, consider whether this relationship is healthy and whether it's worth continuing. Remember people, that some of us and humans, we have complex reasons for exhibiting hot and cold behavior occasionally. But it is essential to approach a situation with empathy, self-respect, and clear communication and boundaries. Don't be a doormat. Don't let this impact you and your mental health. I'm here if you wanna to talk to me anytime, contact me. Much love, always. Mm -hmm.